welcome to the final episode of Made with Intention. If you're listening on its release date, it's May 2nd, aka May Day, aka my 33rd birthday. And yes, we strategically mapped out this podcast to launch on Candace's birthday and end on mine. <laughs> this project has been one of the greatest gifts of my year thus far, and I'm so grateful to Candace for coming up with this fun little thing for us. And for those of you listening, laughing, and learning with us, be sure to stick around for the entire episode because we have a super fun announcement coming for you. We actually have two. Um, hey, Candice. Hey, happy birthday, even though on the day it'll be your birthday. Yes, uh, see, you, see you in less than a week. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Thank you for coming up with this project for us. I can't believe this is the final episode. Thank you for taking me up on it. Do you know I remember sending you the voice note and I was walking I was walking buckles down by the pond. There was snow on the ground. I was miserable. You were miser- miserable. We're like, yep. we're just something fun. Can this can we just do this? And we did it. And look, like, oh, it's been such a pleasure. Even listening back to the episodes, like I enjoy them. Um, I enjoy them too. Oh, such a vibe, such a vibe. And thank you for everyone who's been rocking with us this whole time. Uh, we hope you will enjoy today's episode. It is all about goal getting. We touched upon this uh, a bit in a previous episode, but today we're really going to dive into how we get shit done and, and some of our goals, what we're working on, how we readjust as we move. And we hope it helps you accomplish all that you desire. Yeah. So we did touch upon it a little bit, but we kind of touched upon it more from like a client perspective. And this, I think, is going to help people reevaluate or maybe kind of create their own goals for the first time. I had the idea of this episode because I think you're probably very similar to me, but I love the new year. I am very much a new year, new me, but not really because like it's the same old me just trying to be better than I was last year. And I tend to set goals and then strategically throughout the year, I reevaluate those goals or revise those goals. And as June is coming up, that's the sixth month of the year. And I think that's a nice like halfway point where you can either reevaluate and revise your goals or just set them for the first time if you miss the new year. Absolutely. You always get every, every, you get so many redos because uh, even like uh, the spring equinox for a lot of people is like the official new year. So just in case you missed out, here's your time. Um, yeah. How do you set your goals? Like, are you a vibes person? Do you map out a strategy? Yeah. So what I tend to do is I'll take a blank piece of paper and I make columns and I will put down a fitness or wellness goal, a business goal, and then or not goal, columns, and then a personal column. And then under that, I map out bigger goals that I want to accomplish throughout the year and then smaller kind of goals that will lead me to that bigger place, if that makes sense. And then I just have a focus each month. How about you? I love it. I use my passion planner roadmap and help me to like dwindle things down. And then I also, probably like around November, I'll start a list on my phone. I use Google Keep. Google Keep is bay. It is so slept on. If you do not use Google Keep, please Google download it. Google yes. I've never heard of Google Keep. So many people haven't heard of it and it's been around for like over 10 years. What is it? It's um, a notes app for your phone, but it's color coordinated. You can like, let's say you have a running shopping list. You can add Dan. Um, it's where, you know how like a notion on your phone, it can just be a lot sometimes when you're really trying to jot something down real quick. 
So that's where I like my Google Keep is where I put like my grocery list, um, things I want to buy when I'm in the States, like things like that. I just want on hand uh, Instagram ideas. I have a running list and then I'll take that content like once or every two weeks and organize it into my notion. So like I'll map out projects in there. It's just, listen, guys, you can attach photos. Um, you can have a list or a note. Like I have built full offers in Google Keep. Anyway, this is not, they do not pay me. <laughs> oh, I've never heard of it, but now I'm probably it's part of the course. It's part of yeah. the course. Yeah, I love it. Okay, cool. Um, um so yeah, I use my passion planner roadmap. Okay. Mostly. And then keep a list as like starting in November. I'll start things will start coming to me like, all right, what are we about to bring in? What are we about to bring in? So I'll just start jotting things down and then come like end of January is usually when I'll sit down and really do it. I don't do it with the new year exactly. I need some time to like woosah and then I dive in. Oh, I dive right in. You know me. Of course. Well, I'm usually, you know, I'm sure we have very different New Year's. I'm somewhere lit. January uh, <laughs> 1 at 12.01, I'm asleep, ready for that 6 a.m. wake up call. I'm going to hit the ground running when I get up. Right. And I'm probably going to bed at like 8 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So do you also map it out in terms of personal fitness and wellness and then business or professional? I do. And I feel like those are usually my main categories. I feel like at the end of the day, everything kind of falls into those other than maybe I'll make an, um, another category called like relationships or something because you know me, I love my friends a lot. Um, I think I'm a great friend to have. Now I think I know I'm one of the greatest to ever do it in regards to having, you know, as a friend. Um, but that's because I put a lot of intention to into it. I like to make sure that I'm treating people the way that I want to be treated and how they need to be treated. Everyone is different. And so I kind of low key do like an audit of my relationships. Um, and also, you know, sometimes people, it's time for them to, to work their way out. And yeah. it's also a great way to know like, all right, what do I need to be mindful of moving forward? What boundaries do I need to enforce? Um, so yeah, I have a lot of dope relationships and it's definitely made with intention. Love it. I do something similar, not so much in the in terms of like boundaries or anything like that, but I will set goal like things I want to do with my friends. Like, I'm sorry, but one of them was take a girl's trip or like take a friend's trip. So guess what? I've manifested it with Mayday, and we're going to bags. That's so yeah. true. Oh, that's so dope. That's amazing. I love that. I yeah. definitely do like a travel list for sure. I guess that could be its own section because, or usually, I mean, this sounds very, mm, I don't, okay. So I like travel wise, I don't like when people are like, oh my God, I just hit number 47. Um, yeah. You know what I, I mean? Yeah. How many places I've been. Right. But I actually, but I do count them and I do mention it often, but I mention it, at least for me, I hope that the way it comes off is that like. I come from a family with no one has a passport. I'm a first generation college student. I'm a young black woman. I've been doing this for a minute now. So I say in the regards of like, I can't believe that this, I really sometimes just really can't believe that this is my life. Um, yeah. And so that's my perspective on it. But I have a goal. I had a goal of hitting 30 countries or seeing 30 countries rather uh, by the age of 30. And I did in Mexico, applied to Carmen was the 30th, which is crazy. And so I have a goal of 40 more by the time I turn 40. So 70 total. Okay. So I think of it in that way. It's like, all right, how many countries do I want to see this year to get me closer to that goal? What if you have a country like, what if you're just like, I'm good? Or is there never a... Maybe. But I just, I kind of don't feel like it. Like there's so many, I love, you know, accessible trips, but like, I love the unbeaten path. I have traveled you know, up, upwards of like 80 hours one way to get somewhere that's like in the middle of nowhere. So I just feel like there are 
I'm a jungle baby. Like I'm barefoot, dirty, still with a mani pedi, of course. Um, climbing trees, and so I just feel like there are so many places like that in the world that are there are so only so many cities, right? But nature wise, and like I'm not trying to climb mountain, mountains, I'm good. But think about like I don't know this little hut on this small island that you don't even know about, you know, and you could be All there. I can think of is the parasites I would get. So, so many. I mean, I'm just like build that immunity, throw it at me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. I love it. Uh, can you give us like a quick one, two, three list of places that are on your list of of all time that I want to go to. Yes. One is I really want to do like a solo bougie ass trip to the Maldives, like no one else, Mm -hmm. two weeks, just me, you know, on the water in those little bungalow thingies um, and just like vibe out with no one else, no phone, everything off, just books. And yeah, so that's one. Um, Another is... Somewhere like Fiji, like I just feel like I've always been drawn there. And it's just, again, that's like one of those voyages where you really have to put in work to get there. And Mm -hmm. then I'm going to say the third one is like unknown, you know, I don't Mm -hmm. know what it is, which is so corny, but I just feel like there's just so many places. Um, My bucket list is wild. Another one. Oh, one is Banff, Canada. Have you seen like the the water is, oh my, like, yeah, that's that's a huge one. All right, I'm into it. Boom. What about fitness and wellness? Do you typically have like, I'm going to move X amount of times per week or is it more like specific? Like I'm going to lift X amount of weight or I'm going to lose X amount of weight. Like what are your, what's your vibe when you set a fitness or wellness goal? That's a great question. I would love to know your answer to this. Um, Mine is I usually set a skill goal. So like headstand was one. So sometimes, it, you know, I can want it to happen that year, but sometimes it won't happen that year and that's okay. So I would say in that regard, I usually have one, but it's not necessarily specific to that year. It's just like, this mm-hmm. is the next thing. So mm-hmm. headstand was one for mine. I worked on headstands maybe like five years, like really dedicated. And for me, that means that like my workouts came back to that goal, um, which meant for me, it was a lot of strength. It was learning about my core, we're learning how my body moves, how it stacks. Right now, and that's usually how I've been going, honestly, with inversions is has because I, I love them. I love being upside down. So it's just like mm-hmm. working my way up to forearm and handstand. And I feel like mm-hmm. those keep me rounded and I mean, grounded in strength, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What about sure. you? I need to know your answer to this. Um, Mine varies. So a couple years ago, it was like, I guess I'm going to run. <laughs> I hate running. I like, me too. really do. But I was like, I should probably run. So I <laughs> I did a little bit of running. Um, but it was just it, – it was very gentle on myself. It was like, let's start running. Not we have to do it every day. We're not doing a marathon around here. Nothing like that. One year I did say I wanted to do a 5K and I did it. Word. Miserable. I don't want to ever do it again. But I'll probably do it every Thanksgiving because that's just how I am. Um, but sometimes it's more around – usually it's more around what – thing I'm lacking in. So for example, a couple years ago, it was like, let's focus on the posterior chain because your back is fucked. And that was, I mean, it's going to take years to get to a place where I'm not, uh, you know, in pain with my back, but it's, it's like 90% better. So I think there's still some more strength I could definitely build. I definitely have weaknesses. And right now, my focus needs to shift to making sure that my weight is equally distributed because I'm always putting all my weight on my left foot, popping my left hip out, and then it's just really 
compromising my low back on the left side and I'm in a lot of pain. So I just need to kind of figure that out. But it's usually around what kind of pain I'm in (laughs) and trying to improve upon those weaknesses. I love that because then like, I mean, we literally have businesses built on basically figuring shit out for ourselves and then helping other people. It's like the cool thing about having a problem is you're not unique in that problem usually. So it's when you're in a wellness world like I am or you are, it's um, it's def- the learning process and the strategy behind what I do can be applied to future business ideas and stuff. So, and and at the end of the day, it's helping somebody get out of pain, which is I right. mean, there's nothing more rewarding than that for me. So, I yeah. love that. So then, what, what about, about go ahead. yeah, <laughs> business and professional? How do you set your goals? What do they typically look like, and how do you measure them? Honestly, I this may come as a surprise to a lot of people, but I don't necessarily go super heavy with professional and business goals only because it's year two. You know, I'm, I'm still very, I'm happy that I speak confidently, um, but I'm still very new to this, new to the game. And, you know, I still have no idea what the fuck is happening. With that though, um, I set goals in regards to like impact. And so how many people do, do I want to impact and then how can I get there? Um, and definitely course like, mm, content goals. So like for this year, I have a goal of creating 12 passive courses, um, which obviously is great, but just to, I, I know, again, I know my community and I know they just need shit that is just like to the point. And I feel like a lot of um, instructors just, it's a lot of talk, again, just a lot of talking. And I just want to help more people by like being direct and making shit enjoyable and really helping people to make their lives easier. So that's a big one. And then another one is, like I said, I want on the last episode, I want this to be my first six-figure year for the business. And are you on track for that? So far, yes. So I feel yes. great about it. Yeah. I feel it. I feel uh, – and just like it's coming closer because I'm moving more in alignment. You know, I'm moving more in what I want to do and what I need to be doing and how I'll have better impact or bigger impact. Um Another one for this year or two are I want to be, I am a paid writer. Technically, I do get paid for my writing, but I want to get, you know, do like guest posts um, and start getting paid in that way for my writing. And I also want to speak. And so someone just hit me up to do like custom mini workshops for their organization for it. And I'm like, well, that's exactly awesome where I want to go. I love that. Yeah. I feel so excited about it. It's just, it's just such a, it's been such a great year so far. A, fuck, a wild year. Yeah. But what about you? How do you – what's the vibe? <sighs> what is the vibe? Um, it kind of depends. For a long time it was – I just feel like such a fraud saying this because literally in the last episode I was like, don't be money driven. But I typically will set an income goal and um, and I, I work backwards. So I'm like, all right, if I want to bring this much into the business – then what am I going to do to get there? And what are the bigger pieces of the puzzle going to be? And then, like I said, membership goals with how many members I want to hit each six weeks. And then I set um, I set goals around like how many teacher trainings do I want to do? How many workshops do I want to do? Is it time to start doing retreats again? Yes, it is. Um, and how like how does that look? Where do I want to go? Um, and just for me, it's like consistency. So I don't know why, but prior to the pandemic, I had no problem just churning out content. And then the pandemic hit and somewhere along the line, I just stopped 
blogging twice a day, Monday through Friday. I don't know how I did that to begin with. Um, then it was posting something permanent on the Instagram feed every single day. So that was a goal like a couple of months ago to post every single day for an entire month. I think I only missed like one day. Um, but I've seen tremendous growth from that. Oh. So um, same with TikTok, like just trying to post consistently, be more active and grow those numbers because I, I love in-person stuff, but I also think that there's something to be said for those I don't want to say passive income because the programs take me time and energy to put together. But once it's out there, then I'm good for another six weeks before I have to make another one. So I like I like when I don't have to exchange time for money. That's my and that's my bigger focus for the remainder of the year. I definitely want to do a consumable product. So I've been focusing on focusing my research on protein powders and just trying to come up with whether or not that's a good idea and like how to make the best one because there are a lot of heavy metals in protein powder powders that just cannot be avoided. So just trying to do all that. I just filed for another IP, um, Intention Factor Nutrition, coming to a, a store near you if I can figure out <laughs> what protein will be. But yeah, so things like that. Do you have anything else to say with regards to business goal setting? No, I would say the only thing I would say is within, I guess with any goals in life, um, is to leave space for like magic and leave space for the unknown and for opportunities that may come. And so, you know, even as you're, even as I'm mapping things out, I still like to just uh, plan with the thought that or with the knowledge that something else is going to pop up that I'm going to be so excited about, right? We come up with so many different ideas. And so I really resonate with your, like having overall themes, like you said, with the memberships and because it leaves space for opportunities, right? That's one thing I try to be knowledgeable of is when I'm making these goals is like leave room for magic, leave room for random podcasts with friends, um, leave room for retreats like that you don't even, that you're not even thinking of yet. I feel like a big part of business is new opportunities and yeah, being able to create the freedom to launch, you know, hop on those opportunities when they show up. Mm -hmm. For sure. Okay. Let's take a quick commercial break and we'll come back in. If traveling is one of your goals, consider joining me in Kenya this August. We're headed to Kenya August 25th through 31st, 2022 for a wellness and adventure retreat. We'll stay in these slightly bougie, super comfortable cottages right on the plains with elephants right outside your door. And aside from tips and souvenirs, everything is included once you get there, from safari game drives in a private vehicle to our mobility, fitness, and yoga classes to meals and alcohol. This is truly one of the most unforgettable trips ever. One of the most frequent asked questions I get is how advanced you have to be in the yoga and fitness world before you come to any of my retreats and I cannot stress this enough you can be a total beginner or have never tried any of it honestly if you're not even there to move you can also skip it my retreats are super laid back I want everyone to feel comfortable to join yes or to sleep in to read a book to go on the safari game drives whatever you want to do this trip can be whatever you want it to be you can come solo or with your partner or a friend or sibling, and this will be my third time there and I cannot wait to get back. So if Kenya has been on your bucket list, the link is in the bio to join and use code podcast for $250 off. So I'm curious to know, how do you know when it's time to readjust with your goals? I know something I mentioned to my clients often is like, 
the power in knowing when to pick goals up and when to put them down. I will put a goal down so fast because I, I have a feeling I'm confident in my relationship with myself to know when it's not the time and when this is something that's going to come later in my life if it's meant for me, right? So what do you do? Um, if I find that, hmm, how do I say this? Not to say that things shouldn't be effort-based, but if things are not coming despite the hard work I'm putting in, despite the strategy and the thought and the intent behind it, if it feels more effort-based than and forceful, then I take a step back and reevaluate and decide either do I want to set that aside, do I want to just readjust it, do I want to adjust my approach, or do I want to just focus on something else? And I really am never married to the goal. I just have it almost as like an intention, something I'm reaching towards. But if it doesn't happen or I find something else along the way, I'll, I have no problem switching paths. What about you? I'm the same. Like I, I feel like there, again, there's just so much power in knowing when to take a step back. Because also, I don't know if this ever happened to you, um, when you're like pushing, pushing, pushing so hard for something and you don't even realize that you're blocking something else, you know, that could actually really get you to your end goal even faster. And then the, the instant you step away from that other thing, that thing that you know you should probably should have stepped away from, you instantly get the reward. And I feel like those times are the confirmations where it's like, it's so important to know when something isn't in alignment with where you're at right now. Absolutely. And I think it's so important to be in tune with that and, you know, check in frequently. That's one of the reasons why I really like journaling because Mm. it helps me to get such good clarity on where I'm going and what I'm doing and just to self-reflect. Because sometimes you're, especially people like us who are so in the the work mode, the go, 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 the focus, the movement, the intention, sometimes you can get so in it that you don't have a second to be zoomed out and take a broader look and see if you might need to switch things around, you know? It is so easy to be in it. Let me tell you. (laughs) That's the name of my autobiography. Right? (laughs) Next on the list, we have moving in silence versus sharing for accountability. What do you mean by that? So what I meant by that is for me, there are certain goals that I will share without hesitation or that I'll go out of my way to share. And then there are other things that I won't mention to anyone other than myself or even just a few people, if that. And I feel like it's a matter of the energy behind the goal. I think sometimes it's definitely rooted in my confidence behind the goal. Um, If there's something that I want to accomplish, that's maybe, or not even just my confidence, but a lot of times people get feedback and they will shut down your goals, right, instantly. And you know that's a, a reflection of them and, and what they think that they're capable of. But if I'm not feeling super solid in a goal, then I don't even want to set myself up for that type of um, response or, or energy. And so I'll keep it to myself because I know that I can find my confidence to get there, but I don't want to, you know, hinder myself in any way. And then business-wise, I actually, I would say business-wise, I mostly prefer to share my goals, especially because a big part for me is showing my journey and reminding people that like this shit takes work and sometimes it can look easy. And I really do. Yeah. Just want to provide like context on what it's like to, to make a new business. Yeah. I love that. I'm, um, I do, a, I do very little in silence. <laughs> Maybe I should try that. Um, there are some things I do in silence. Like I, I protect the identity of a couple of the people that I have in person just because they're like, bigger name celebrities and I just feel like that's what I should be doing. Um, But I'm I'm hoping they're going to 
they're going to put me on their Instagram or something one of these days. But yeah, I do – I feel like I share a lot of the the steps I take to getting places. So for example, I recently um, became a nutritionist and the study for that was really intense and it was a lot and that test was really hard and I needed – I needed accountability in showing up to study because I've never been a good test taker nor a good studier. Like I never really was taught how to take good notes. I would just highlight the whole thing or essentially <laughs> copy the book down. Um, and I find that I learn best when I rewrite things. So yeah, it just took me forever. And I would share pieces of that journey along the way, mostly just because I needed some accountability and it held me accountable, you know? It's the best because then eventually someone's going to ask if you haven't posted about it. Hey, what's going right. on with your nutrition course? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> How do you handle setbacks or failures? Yeah, my failures are lessons. So, you know, it's all good. Um, I would say if I ever feel like a setback or even, you know, this past week, I really felt down and set back because I spent the whole last week sick um, and literally in bed for the whole week, did not work, did not open my laptop for over a week to do work other than like binge Netflix. And, um, you know, I'm big on being conscious and aware that my sense of self-worth isn't rooted in what I'm producing. And so it's still tough though, especially as business owners, when you have to take a week down we're about to go to Miami, I got shit to do, you know, I got shit to plan. And for me, it's all rooted in mindset and how I talk to myself in those times. And I really like, I, sometimes I legit just have conversations with myself, whether out loud or in my head, like, yo, you're good. You're exactly where you need to be. You're not in a rush. You're on no one else's time. Yeah. So, I mean, it's tough, but I would say, I, I think I do a great job at it, to be honest. Yeah, of course you do. Cause you're, you're... <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, my pep talks are like, you're on everybody's time. You're in a rush. Do it. Do it yesterday. No, just kidding. I find for me setbacks, um, I try to give myself a bit of grace. I try to have some perspective. What else is going on in my life? Why did it happen that I wasn't able to make this goal? Whatever. Um, and I also find that I'm – as I mentioned earlier, I'm not married to any of these goals. They're just kind of a guide, a template for the trajectory of where I want to go. As long as I'm not stagnant, I'm happy because I just think like being stagnant is my worst nightmare. But as long as there's some movement, I'm happy. And so failures and things like that don't really bother me and I don't really consider them failures. I just think, all right, what can I learn from this and how can we keep it moving? Right. And for and for anyone who, if you're struggling, you know, when you do have a quote unquote failure and you're like, all right, that sounds cool in theory to make it a, a learning lesson. But how do you actually do that? For me, I look at the steps that I was taking to work on that goal and um, how I can adjust that in the future. So, for example, um, I remember last year I had a goal of reading every day for I wasn't reading at all for like a year. I actually thought that I was physically incapable of reading. Like I was, my brain just did not work that way. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, all you got to do is read five minutes every morning when you wake up. And so I was reading five minutes, easy, boom, 10 minutes. Perfect. I'm killing it. I'm doing this for months at a time, actually getting through books. Then I said, all right, I'm going to do 20 minutes every morning. I was tracking all this in my passion planner. The most I would ever miss is a day, which is fine. Cause my morning routine, I aim for six out of seven days a week. Once I hit said 20 minutes, I stopped entirely immediately just stopped reading. And so that taught me that, nope, 
we got to go back down, bring it back down. So we went right back down to 10 and I was good every day. And so in that regard, it's, it's like, it's cool to push yourself. Obviously we're always, you know, wanting to get better and improve, but set yourself up for success and be realistic. And if you, you know, are aiming for something and you're saying, I'm going to do an hour every day, that's cool. But could you start at 20? Could you start at 15? And then people, I know with clients that on board with me, they're like, yeah, but that's so little or whatever. You were doing zero last week. So which, you know, you could do zero or those 15 minutes a day, six days a week. That's, th- that's two and a half, an hour and a half. That's an hour and a half. And last week you did zero. And so as you set goals, see if you're maybe being super ambitious um, because actually maybe there's a bit of self-sabotage in there. Totally. And that's how I teach people um, when they're first starting yoga. Like if they're like, okay, so how often should I do this 90-minute class? And it's like, you know what? Your body would probably be a whole lot better off if you just did a 30-second stretch every time you waited for the shower to heat up, you know, versus the once-in-a-blue-moon 90-minute class that you get to, you know, every once in a blue moon. (laughs) So, yeah, I just feel like a little – Every day or every other day is better than a long time once in a while. I love it. Perfectly said. Perfectly said. The consistency, every yo, the success is rooted in the consistency, as annoying as it is. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. You ever get so excited about starting a new project, but you can't take action because you feel weighed down by the lingering mess of your projects of the past? I got you. If you don't know, Megan is my name, organization is my game. Nothing makes me happier than helping you make your life easier, and I'm going to do just that with my new course, The Foundations of Personal Organization. I designed this course for regular, regular humans looking to create flow, ease, and clarity. You'll learn how to quickly declutter your digital spaces and create systems to keep you organized and sane for the long run. I even commissioned a custom-made guide to help you organize your home. Go to lifemade.com slash organize to enroll now or click the link in the show notes. That's lifemade, M-A-E-D, dot com slash organized. As a treat for rocking with us, use the promo code made with intention for 10% off. And we are back. Speaking of back, this is our last episode, but we are coming back. So let's tell them about what we're planning. Okay. So we're absolutely coming back uh, with another podcast purely by request. Um, We did this because we just figured, hey, we'll do a season. We'll do, we'll launch on Candace's birthday. We'll end on mine. And then we'll do like pop-up episodes throughout the year. Whenever something comes up uh, that we feel motivated by, we'll hop on and do an episode. But the feedback has been so overwhelming, so appreciated, so welcomed. And we decided that we're going to do a proper season two in the fall. I believe we're probably aiming for like a September launch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, I'm so excited to do this again. So with that, please, please send us requests because I feel like we could easily just keep talking like goals, business strategy, chat. Like, <laughs> Why are we like this? Honestly, we could easily transition to just business. Um, so we need your help. Please send us episode requests. <laughs> uh, with that, we have an even, I mean, they're both exciting, but I'm especially excited for this one. Can you do us the honor? I will do the honor. We are hosting a retreat and you're invited. You're invited. And the retreat is going to be, should we say where it is or should we like? I say say the country. Okay. Our retreat is going to be in Morocco. One of my favorite places. 
one of my favorite places. I'm so excited. I'm so you know, honestly, we you and I have been talking about doing a retreat for a hundred years. So I'm glad it's finally happening. Um, and I'm excited to take our podcast people on the ride, hopefully, if they come. Because I mean, we're amazing and we're gonna have the best time. It's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be a mix of it's basically gonna be this podcast. It'll be a mix of fun, uh, business development, personal development, movement. All literally all the things. That literally, we talk about. The only thing, the only few things we talk about, that's what's gonna happen in the retreat because that's apparently all we know. <laughs> literally, the made with intention retreat, which is so fire because we have talked about a retreat for so long. But like, we even I remember we even brainstormed a bit like, what would the name even be or what would be the vibe? And then we launched right. the podcast first and then alignment. And then people started requesting a made with intention retreat before we even said anything. Right. And it's happening. So also I'm a gonna, reminder again, everything on your own time. Like if, yeah. if you don't force it, don't force it. Cause look, August 18th to August 24th, the made with intention retreat, a mix of business, personal development, movement, all the fun things, adventure, and you know, make it your own, make it your own vibe. It will yeah. be in Morocco. So excited. And I'm especially excited because I, from experience, I just know this is going to be majority women probably. Yeah. And I know that Morocco can, uh, you know, make some women wary of traveling there. So mm-hmm. I'm excited that we get to be a gateway to the to a beautiful country. Yeah. And I'm excited for like connection and conversation and just good vibes. I've had people come to retreats that were total strangers. And then by the end of the retreat, they've made plans to go travel together, like the two or three of them on their own. Like that's how close people can get in this sort of environment. And I think in a world where there is so much online and you can feel that sort of disconnect because we're so connected yet so apart (laughs) because we're not physically there. It's just going to be so nice to be able to be together in person and have real live conversation and connection that hopefully will, you know, transform your life. Right. And ours. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't believe it. I was like, it's here. It's here. And it's, wait, it's April, May, June, July, four months. Yeah. I'm excited. I can't wait. To everyone who wants to join us, uh, there's a link in the show notes. Click that link and it'll take you to a page. You can sign up and you will be the first to know when we launch with all the great details. And we look forward to seeing you in Morocco. And that, my friends, is a wrap. We hope that you have enjoyed our final episode of Made With Intention. And we're going to be back this September with a brand new season. So be sure that you've subscribed to the podcast so that you get it when it first comes out. And until then, you can follow us at Made in America. That's M-A-E-D in America on Instagram and TikTok. And you can find me at Yoga by Candice, C-A-N-D-A-C-E, Yoga by Candice on Instagram and TikTok as well. We'll see you in September. See you in September.